ready? Ready to grab your coffee and strap yourself in because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. I love that song. I just discovered that one. That was by the Newsboys. And we're going to be playing that one again. It's an honor to bring to you all the way from the Gold Coast of Australia, Peter Whiffen. He's got a teaching for you. I want to welcome David tuning in. we got Jen, John Betancourt, Jennifer. we got G.C. Yah. we got Juliet in New York City. we got Tracy Johnson. God bless you, Tracy. You're doing a good work. Thank you for the hookup the other day. We got Maria in London, England. We got Sean Lee. Sean, welcome back. We got Frozen Chosen, Sister Pat Abraham, Happy Henningberg. We had Nancy, Mike, Jacob, Sister Pavel down in Texas, Arnaldo Feeney. Welcome, V Man. We've got Andrew, the warrior from up in Arizona, Phoenix, and others out there tuning in. Welcome. If you want to know when and where we're broadcasting, I want to encourage you to go to the new page that I built. On the website, it's called Schedule, and I'm putting Monday through Saturday up there of each week, and then I reset it again for the next week, and you will see what times we're on the air. We're doing Australia shows again. We're doing London about two to three times a week, and, of course, the nightly marathon. So help yourself to the archive. Peter, I want to give a praise report as we're starting tonight. I want to thank Jesus, and then secondly, thank every one of you out there for helping us. We hit episode 4,000 yesterday. I knew it was coming. Wow. And times, I didn't know if we would make it. I didn't know we were going to hit 4,000 shows. I've been at that point a couple times along the way. But you know what? God came through, and you did. And we're alive out there, and much prayer helps. And we made it to episode 4,000. Now we're going to go for 5,000. And so I'm excited to have this platform to be able to bring on the men and women of God like Peter Whiffen tonight to bring the word. And hopefully you're learning from this program and you're able to use this information in the ministry God has called each of us to. He has a job for each one of us in his end time army. Peter, would you like to open up your show in prayer today? Yes. Dear Father God, we love you and praise you and we invite you to be with us. We thank you for everything that you're doing and everything that you've done. <clears throat> we thank you for the for the Bible, for the uh, instructions so that we can know the way to go. And we declare thanks for, the, for Jesus, Jesus coming and, and giving up his life, uh, his family, his bloodline, and everything to save us. Uh, we love you, Father God, and um, we ask that uh, it be granted to all of us to know the truth, to know you. And we declare here 
together that we receive a love of the truth, realizing that it's the truth that sets us free. I pray, dear Father God, that all our eyes are open with understanding and that the enemy, the evil, wicked spirits are bound and stopped from blocking, stealing the word, stealing the promise. Let the ground be made good. Let us receive your fullness. Let us receive from you, dear Father God, the power to live how you want us to live, the love to fill us so that we can be who you wanted us to be. Let us live out your plans for us in our life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you, God. You know, I say amen to that. As we're getting started, someone had just asked the question in the chat room. Is YouTube up? We're not streaming live YouTube at this juncture because I don't have enough bandwidth most days. But I will be taking the shows and creating a YouTube video with them and putting them up on YouTube channel because that's a great harvest field. We've got more people to come in from YouTube than we ever did from Facebook. I mean, it's amazing. People will find you on YouTube. And I'm learning a lot, Peter. People love digital content you know whether it be listening to a podcast or downloading a teaching or a book right there on their phone or ipad i love those ipads personally so people love digital that's the world that they're living in they love youtube so that's where we need to go and that's what we're doing so we will be putting the audios up yeah. there and um of course these shows they go up in about three locations that you can download them from soundcloud itunes and blog talk so uh we're still using Blog Talk, although the switchboard has been disabled at this juncture. It's not working for me. So we're taking prayer requests manually. If you have a prayer request, you can just email me with your name and number. We can always patch you in for prayer. So no problem there. With that, uh, Peter, I'm going to turn the mic to you. And uh, how you been since last show? I'm good. Going along well. We had things happening, and um, every day there's an adventure. Things going on. You know, so, speaking wow. of adventure, there's a new series I talked about in last show. It's called Adventures with God. It's um, launched by Darren Wilson, the guy, WP Films, who did Finger of God and uh, Holy Ghost and Holy Ghost Reborn. And what else did he do? Father of Lights, you know, Furious Love. You all recognize those uh -huh. by now, probably. He's got a new series where they've taken some of the, the footage that they never released, and they're releasing it, but they're filming new stuff. And I just thought, as you said, adventure. I think that at some point in time, you're going to have a yeah. cameraman along with you, and you're all going to begin to film some things in Australia, Fiji, wherever God sends you on missions, and begin to film, because I know you're seeing some exciting things happen over there. And It's cool. You know, um, you can have an adventure. If you can have it, as we know, everybody's having an adventure with God once you can um, get plugged in. Fantastic, eh? Get plugged in. Folks, you never know what Get you're going to find. In. You never know who you're going to talk to. You may be going along and all of a sudden you're like Peter and you get a contact from one of the top psychics in the country, paranormal investigators, and they say, Peter, i got a problem that I can't handle. I'm going to throw this one to you. <laughs> Next thing you know, <laughs> yeah. where, where are you headed off to? <laughs> We go and find a. We go and find these people who got a dragon in their backyard. 
in a fiberglass one. And uh, they were being funny, just feeding it and asking it to protect them. And uh, it said, thank you. So uh, it started taking over their car, trying to crash it while they were driving along. Things started hitting the house. and The dragon started moving. <laughs> and uh, one of the ladies got lifted out of her bed and was stuck on the ceiling for a little while. Wow. And when I went there, she showed me the marks on the ceiling. It's all like hand marks, you know, where she's been hitting the ceiling. And uh, so uh, she okay. saw fire and faces all around her. I reckon it was like must have been a satanic coven on that statue or done something. I so would with be that, I proceeded dude. to knock the head right off that thing with the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get, gave that statue deliverance. You come out of this statue, we'll rebuke you and smash his head. And uh, I, I put that thing in the back of the car. And I, I tell you, I could feel the darkness in the back of the car. And um, I'm thinking, how am I going to get this thing out? So uh, I got a couple of guys to help me. I didn't tell them it was a problem. But they helped me. I didn't really like touching it. But anyway, we, we threw it in the dumpster at the tip. Amazing. But, you know... I'm sitting there having sitting there having coffee with the ladies, and then then one of the ladies starts trying to strangle herself. Whoa! So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm um, casually having a cup of coffee, saying, "Come out," you know. And the other lady, he's <laughs> coming like this in my life. And I said, "Oh, this this is deliverance. Uh, something's come out of that statue, probably, and gone in her." And um, this is the one that hit the ceiling, and. Um, by that time, she's on all fours, and I'm saying, get a bucket, and she's spitting blood vile into the bucket. Um, I, I kept my voice pretty calm, you know, like, just come out. What are you doing there? You can't stay there. Get out of there. Come out of her, you know. And um, she's still trying to strangle herself. And in the end, it let her go. <laughs> it let her go. You know, at some point, uh, did she drop to the ground and was, like, on all four knees like a dog and barking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, growling and barking and spitting blood in a bucket. <laughs> man. Her friend's gone, man, i never seen anything like this before. What is this? And uh, so I just say it's deliverance, you know, your spirits will come in you. And these two ladies are Christians and um, with no knowledge. You know, if you're a Christian with knowledge, you're not going to buy a dragon as a statue, right? Right. You bring a cursed object, you become a curse like it. Right? I hope not, at least. So, uh they gave their authority. They made a vow. You know, we're going to talk about that today in this story because uh, that's right here in the book of Joshua. There's something very, very important to think about vows. Think about bowing down to idols or anything and giving a promise. And she barked. She vomited. Uh, they weren't water baptized. So they didn't have the water and the blood bearing witness, you know, and their spirit bearing witness. So the devil's saying they're mine. So <laughs> I, I didn't have time to baptize them. And, and that's another thing, you know. Uh, up until, you know, a little while ago, it didn't dawn on me. I haven't baptized anyone. Did, didn't Jesus say go and baptize? Yes. Uh, you you want to end this life? 
you want to end this life and you never baptized anyone? And please explain uh, why didn't you? Well, when that's we a good point. What it does, but anyway, <laughs> hey, no good point, eh? I haven't baptized anybody yet. You got me thinking now. That's what it says. You need to be baptized, yeah. folks. You don't have to be pastoring a church yeah, to baptize, baptize somebody. We can all baptize. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you baptized? No. Okay, let's go. I'll do it for you. Oh, it's easy. Do you renounce Satan? Yes. Do you accept the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes. Do you want to die and be raised with him? Yes. We call the water, the blood, and the spirit to bear witness. I hereby baptize, baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And boom, let it be recorded today that you belong to Jesus Christ. See? Amazing. That's simple. That's easy. Wow. That's easy. That's easy. So we baptize people, they manifest. You come out of it now, they're baptized. We call the water to bear witness against you devils. Whose well, body is this? You come out now. They start manifesting in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, take notes here. Amen. I was doing deliverance the other day, and I recalled something on the last program, and I asked the demon, something that Peter asked it. Uh, whose yeah. body is this? Yeah, you, you can learn some things and begin to put it to use. Um, we're live with Peter Whiffin. Let me just, I want to check our sound quality here just for a second. Peter, are you on a headset or are you using a built-in mic? What are you using tonight? Uh, I've got a headset for ears and built-in mic for the speaking. Okay. Are you on Ethernet or Wi-Fi? Uh, I have to be on the Wi-Fi because my uh, laptop, for some reason, doesn't like connecting direct now. I've got to okay. sort it out. Okay. I noticed just a little drop in quality, but it's good enough still to do the show. So let's let's keep going. Okay. We'll work through that another time. At this time, I'm going to turn the mic over to you. Peter, take it away. All right. Cheers. So um, la last time we saw um, uh, coming up in Chapter 8, in uh, we're doing Walking with Joshua. This is a gem book of the Bible. You know, this is really Jesus' name is Joshua. Same name, same meaning. Joshua means Yahweh is salvation. It's the same name as Jesus. So what we're looking at is a, a type and shadow of Jesus walking in the promised land. This is the promises of God. So why wouldn't this book be very important to us as Christians where they've come out of the wilderness and they're now walking in the land of milk and honey, the promised land, the, the blessing of, of Israel, and uh, they have to go and actually possess it. Now, it's very important to understand today that um, there is the promise. Uh, the land was given to Joshua as a promised land, but it but it had issues. Um, we've got, the, by his stripes we're healed, brother. That's the promise, yes, but have you received the promise? Can you walk in the promise? Have you conquered the land and possessed the promise, see? So there's two things. There's the promise. And there's possessing the promise. You know, uh, sometimes these promises are thrown at people who are not possessing and then they feel all bad. It's God forgot me. No, you've got to get up and you've got to possess the promises. This is the example of the book of Joshua. So um, we saw here in the end of uh, chapter 8 that um, they'd been across the Jordan. They got to Gilgal, which reminded me of the, the resurrection. Uh, stone rolling, wheel rolling away. They've defeated uh, 
the, the, the defeated Jericho, which is the type and shadow of the world, um, the mirror, the moon city, which is the opposite of God's plan, not to take anything from there because uh, anything of that, God doesn't want anyone having anything to do with the world system. Things of the world are not of God. And then they were moving towards the next one, which is the king of a town called or city called Ai, which means heap of ruins, which is your ruined uh, life, pointing to the ruined life. This king has to be hung from a tree, which, which signifies cursed is he who hangs from a tree. That's the curse. So this um, king was defeated. So on the way to defeat this king, they were uh, cut off at the pass by the house of God and uh, also the sin of Achan. Uh, sin of Achan is the gold and silver and the Babylonian garment from Shinar, which is the two rivers, a, a garment of having the best of both worlds, you know. Uh, if we had trying to have the best of both worlds, now we're going to keep that king in place in the ruining of our life. So we won't get there. Now, um, the house of God city lives next to vain religion or vanity. Could that be vain religion living together? Comes to attack Joshua, but it doesn't doesn't work. So Joshua comes and he picks a fight with the king of Ai by shaking the javelin out the front, and they run out of the city and uh, ambushed. Now this we use in deliverance. Uh, I believe this shows the way of deliverance, which is purposely picking a fight with the spirits in a person. For example. Uh, you're, you're praying for someone. You can start to say, look, oh, I just want to see if I can speak to the spirits here. Hey, you spirits, what do you think you're doing to that person? You know, who, you, who are you? Aren't you defeated? Isn't Jesus Christ Lord? And, and try and stir up anger in the demon. It'll run. It'll, uh, sometimes it'll manifest and uh, run out of the city virtually and manifest into the light. And then we can pray and cast it out. So I think that that... That's something that we picked up from uh, this story of the book of uh, Joshua. So uh, we're we're here at the end of this um, the end of this uh, conquest of the king of a ruined life. And um, what happened was uh, we go to um, we go to verse thirty three. It says, "And Israel, God prevails, and the elders and officers and their judges stood on this side of the ark." And on that side, before the priests, which is the Levites, which means joined, bared the ark of the covenant of the Lord, Yahweh, the existing one, as well as the stranger and he that was born among them, half of them over against Gerizim, which means cutting off, and half of them against Mount Ebal, which means old heap of ruins. Could those names be pointing to the cuttings off of the old life, the old heap of ruins? goes on, as Moses drawn the servant of the Lord, Yahweh, the existing one, had commanded before that they should bless the people of Israel, God prevails. Afterward, he read all the words of the law, the blessings and cursings, according to all that is written in the book of the law. So I believe that this battle is the defeat of the curse of the law in someone's life and needs to be, uh, needs to be beaten to go further on in the promises of God. So there was not a word of all that Moses drawn commanded, which Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, read not before all the congregation of Israel. God prevails. 
with the women and the little ones and the strangers that were conversant among them. So that ended the conquest of AI, and I believe that's the conquest that um, many never even get into that battle. They're, they're too busy with the, uh, with the things of Jericho, things of the world. So anyway, from that we learn. Now, we enter a very interesting passage uh, that brings to, to light um, some interesting issues that can hit us once we are walking with God and we are going along. We, it's not over. We, we've defeated the king of a ruined life and now we're coming on to uh, there are more enemies. So this time, though, the enemies start to uh, group and make a plan of action against us. And if we're not aware of it, it can take us by surprise. So um, oh, I, I just put in here, I believe the reading of the Old Testament is like a play as a, an action uh, of the natural so that we can see what happens in the supernatural. I, I believe that every character represents a spirit or life uh, uh, that, that's either evil or from God that, and how they operate. So it's from these stories we can see how the spirit realm Spirit uh, beings operate, uh, and it's being written for us in these days. So in chapter 9, it says, And it came to pass, when all the kings which were on this side of the Jordan, which means the descender, in the hills and the valleys and in all the coasts of the great sea, over against Lebanon, whiteness, the Hittites, the descendant of Terah, Amorite, Talkers, the Canaanite, Zealous, the Perizzite, belonging to a village, the Hivite villages, and the Jebusite, descendants of the threshing place, heard thereof. Now this is all these kings hearing the news. They gathered themselves together to fight with Joshua, which is Yahweh's salvation, and with Israel, God prevails with one accord. So, uh-oh, Joshua's now stirred up a hornet's nest. You know, he stepped into this land, and bear in mind, this is our salvation, We've stepped into our salvation and, and we've had some deliverance and we've got some victory, but, oh, my goodness, we've stirred up a hornet's nest. We've now got a gang up. We've we got uh, a group of kings deciding to they better work together unless they're done for. So they gathered themselves together to fight with Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, and with Israel, God prevails with one accord. And when the inhabitants of Gibeon, Hill City, heard what what Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, had done unto Jericho and to Ai, heap of ruins, you know, they, they started thinking about it. They made some plans. It's interesting what they did to survive. So they, they did work wily and went and made as if they'd been ambassadors and took old sacks upon their asses and wine bottles, old and rent and bound up. Uh, in other words, they got some stage props together and old shoes and clouded on their feet old garments upon them, and all the bread of their provision was dry and mouldy. Uh, this could be old tradition of men too type of thing. And they, anyway, they went up to Joshua, Yahweh's salvation under the camp, Gilgal rolling away, and said to unto him and to the men of Israel, God prevails, we become from a far country now, therefore make a league with us. Now they didn't, they were lying. So here they have evidence to back up their lie. It looks right. And the men of Israel, God prevails, said unto the Hivites, villages, 
Um, Pre-adventure, ye dwell among us. How shall we make a league with you? Now, the curiosity got into Israel. How, how are we going to get together? How are we going to help each other, right? It, wasn't a guy that said he's helping Israel, now they're looking for someone else to help? So uh, they said, we are, the, we are thy servants, and Joshua, Yahweh, salvation, said unto them, Who are ye, and from whence ye come? And they, sa they said unto him, From a very far country, thy servants are come because of the name of the Lord, Yahweh, the existing one, thy God, Elohim. For we have heard the fame of him and all that he did in Egypt. So these, um, these, these guys are lying. They have some truth. They've heard of all the fame, but they lied about where they were from. So there's a deception there. And this is good to keep in mind later because of the vow that was entered into. And we can see what God did with that vow. So uh, to me, this, this whole situation works as a very big warning on vows and on making league, right, with with the enemy that looks like a friend. So, um, and all he did, the two kick, uh, okay, so they said to him from very far country, and um, we've heard the fame of him, and all he did in Egypt, which is the dark land. And all he did to the two kings of the Amorites, which are the talkers, that were beyond the Jordan of the sender, to Shiloh, Shalon, warrior, and king of Heshbon, Heshbon, which means stronghold, and to Og, the logneck, and to Bashan, fruitful, which was at Astros star. This is like pointing towards astrology. Um, it's the Mixi, the long neck is like, like the Nephilim, and uh, the, the Amorites are the sworn enemies. So, Wherefore, our elders and all the inhabitants of our country, now they're saying they've got the approval of everyone, spoke to us saying, take victuals with you for the journey, go meet them and say unto them, we are your servants, therefore now make ye a league with us. And this is our bread we took for our provision out of our houses on the day we came forth to go unto you. But now behold, it's dry, it's moldy. These are the bottles of wine which filled which were new, behold, they be rent. These are our garments and our shoes that have become more by reason of the very long journey. So they got many proofs to prove their story. And the men took the victuals and asked not, here is, the, here is the big mistake. The men took of the bare victuals and asked not counsel at the mouth of the Lord Yahweh, the existing one. That's the mistake. Praying about what to do. Running you know, maybe lining up with a with a with a church that with a church that's uh, that's not walking in truth, or or lining up with some new age practices that are, oh it's okay to do yoga, you know that type of stuff. So without praying, you know, um, getting married to someone without praying, going into business without without praying. So there's the lesson there. So in verse 15, and Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, made peace with them. Now here he's going to do the deal. And made a league with them to let them live. There's the promise. And the princes of the congregation swore unto them. So here we have all the leaders also caught in the oath. 
And it came to pass at the end of three days after they had made a league with them that they heard that they were their neighbours. Shock, horror. They were lied to. Now, did this make the oath avoid? Let's see. They were neighbours and that they dwelt among them. And the children of Israel, God prevails, journeyed and came to their cities on the third day. Now, their cities were in Gibeon, Hill City, Cherith, Lioness, Beeroth, Wells, and Kirath-Jerim, which means city of forests. So, so they had water and forests and, and from probably water coming off the mountains. And the, city, and the children of Israel prevailed, smote them not because of the princes of the congregation had sworn unto them. So, so Israel knows, Joshua knows, you make a deal, you're stuck. Never mind they lied. And this is the trick of witchcraft. <clears throat> this is the trick of the devil. Jesus said, don't make oaths, don't make promises, right? You better not to. This has bound them now. And, and we'll see the consequences of this and what God does. So the children of Israel smote them not because the princes of the congregation had sworn unto them by the Lord. This is in the name of the Lord. The, the oath was made. And Yahweh, the existing one, and Lord God, eloquent of Israel, God prevails, and all the congregation murmured against the princes. Even the people, the congregation, knew it was wrong. But the leadership bound all of Israel. Would it be good to have a look at what the leadership is binding one to, where we're members? But all the princes said unto all the congregation, We have sworn unto them by the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, God Elohim. Of Israel, God prevails. Now, therefore, we may not touch them. These people knew the value of an oath. They knew the consequences of going against oaths. The people, when they came to see Israel, though, made a promise that they would be servants. So here we have the oath in reverse now. So, so now they're going to make the best of it by putting these people to work as servants. This we will do to them. We will even let them live, lest the wrath be upon us. See? The wrath be upon us because of the oath which we swear unto them. Now, I, I believe that, that, that all of us have got in trouble because of us and then not keeping up outside of the bargain. We lost our humanity. We just flopped it off without the fear of God and, and didn't follow through on what we promised. Uh-uh, you can't, you can't. God doesn't allow this, especially when you're making promises. His people pledged for the building fund, didn't follow through, uh, things like that. So... We will do to them. We will even let them live, lest the wrath be upon us because of the oath which we swear unto them. And the princes said unto them, Let them live, but let them be hewers of wood and drawers of water unto all the congregation as the princes had promised them. See, here they are now letting them do their side of the oath. That's fair. This is righteousness. Righteousness rules in 
the right thing. Grace ruling through righteousness. Somebody said to me yesterday, you know, grace could be abused or, or, or grace. Grace is available to everyone but can never be abused because it rules in righteousness. Without righteousness, grace is not ruling. It's there but not ruling. So, and Joshua, Yahweh's salvation called for them, and he spoke unto them, saying, Wherefore ye have beguiled us, now here they're going to complain, saying, We are very far from you when you dwell among us. Now, here's the consequences of getting oaths from lying. Now, therefore, ye are cursed, and there none shall of you shall be freed from being bondmen and hewers of wood and drawers of water, from the house of my God, Eloquim. So they were bound, and it was a curse to them. So be careful on beguiling promises. It'll, it could bring a curse that you'll never get out of. And they answered Joshua, uh, Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, and said, Because it was certainly told those servants how the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, they got Elohim, commanded this servant Moses, to give you all the land and destroy all the inhabitants of the land from before you. Therefore, we were sore afraid of our lives because of you and have done this thing. They did it because they feared the hand of God. And now, behold, we're in, that, we're in thine hand, as it seemeth good and right to you, do unto us do. So he did. He unto them and delivered them out of the hand of the children of Israel. God prevails, and they slew them not. So here the deal is done. We can um, we can come up in history or, or travel forward in history to uh, to King Saul. Uh, Four hundred years we'll, we'll go up in history to uh, King Saul. First Samuel. Uh, it says uh, there was a problem. In, uh, in Israel, there, there was a drought. Uh, it says, uh, coming up here, uh, now there was a famine in the days of David for three years, year after year, three whole years, famine. And David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord, the Lord answered. God said, is the inquiry of the Lord, and God's saying was wrong. It's because of Saul and his bloodthirsty house, because he killed the Gibeonites. 400 years later, this oath is still honoured by God, even though these were the enemies of Israel and God had given their land and them into the hand of Israel initially to be killed. It got changed because of the oaths of the people. So the, the, the plans of God are changed by the oaths of the people. It says, and David inquired of the Lord. So here David is following um, what Joshua didn't follow. David's decide to follow and inquire of the Lord. So when David uh, uh, when David heard it was because of the attack against the Gib Gibbonites, it explained why there was a problem in the land. He did open the door. So could it be that famines in our life are because we're, we're, we're doing something and um, we, we need to inquire what's going wrong? So um, 
so the king called the Gibeonites. So, so David goes and speaks to the Gibeonites. Uh, and David said to the Gibeonites, what shall I do for you? And what shall I make atonement that you may bless the inheritance of the Lord? See, this breaking of this, this O's and breaking of O's in, interferes with the inheritance of the Lord. It, it's really important to, to think about responsibility of O's. You may, you, what that you may bless the inheritance. This is the demonic kings now, the Gibeonite family inheritance. Uh, have to bless now their inheritance because it's gone out of the hand of Israel into the hands of the enemy, the Gibeonites, because of the transgression of an oath. And this is the value that God puts on us. And the Gibeonites said to him, we will have no silver nor gold. You can't buy your way out of this from Saul or from his house, nor shall you kill any man in Israel for us. So he said, Whatever you say, I will do for you. This is David saying, and they answered the king. As for the man who consumed us and plotted against us, that we should destroy from remaining in any territories of Israel. Let seven men of his descendants be delivered to us, and we will hang them before the Lord. In Gibeah of Saul, who the Lord chose, and the king said, I will give them. This afflicts descendants. I think that the fear of the Lord, uh, that grace rules in righteousness, and and what is righteousness? Righteousness is to me what is right, what is fair, what is what is correct, and we can't just wash it away. It's it's. Everything has an action, has a, a reaction. So fortunately, we've got a king of kings who, who can um, come to our rescue when we get tricked. But here we see 400 years later a, an agreement that someone was tricked into still being honoured and, and God moving with uh, the drought and bringing to attention and it's caused a real problem. So uh, if we go on here, uh, we come to chapter 10. Uh, we, we see a battle going to arise. And uh, we'll we just see how, how these people, the Gibeonites, now uh, figure in the whole picture. Instead of Joshua just conquering the land, he's now got enemy allies. And um, it causes him extra effort because he's really got to go to the rescue of these allies now. So um, we be careful who we ally with. We can get caught up in their affairs and it can cause us grief. But we'll see what God does with this. So in Joshua chapter 10, it says now, um, the, sorry, before I go in that, there's a lot of names here. This whole page is covered with blue names, and the names are really important. So anyway, now it came to pass when Adonisek, which means my Lord is righteous, king of Jerusalem, teaching of peace. Now, this is 
somebody called My Lord is Righteous and Teaching of Peace, Jerusalem, start to plot and plan against salvation. This is the... This is uh, very interesting who this is. This is Jerusalem fighting against Joshua. So uh, they heard how Joshua, Yahweh is salvation, had taken Ai heap of ruins and had utterly destroyed it as he had done to Jericho, its moon, and her king, and so he had done to Ai heap of ruins and her king, and how the inhabitants of Gibeon hill city had made peace with Israel, God prevails, and were among them. Now, this is demonic kings, evil kings, the enemies of Israel know all what's going on. So from that we get that our Christian walk is known in the enemy kingdom. They that feared greatly because Gibeon Hill City was a great city and one of the royal cities, and because it was greater than Ai Heap of Ruins, and with all the men thereof were mighty. This, to me, sounds like some big giants here. You know. So wherefore, Anazazek, my Lord is righteous, and Jerusalem, teaching of peace, the kings, sent unto Ho, Hoam, which is whom Yahweh impels, king of Hebron, Hebron, which is association, and unto Pariam, which is like a wild ass, a beast, king of Jamath, the heights, and unto Japha, shining, king of Lashish, invincible, unto Debir, sanctuary, king of Eglon, calf-like, saying. Now, all these names really mean things. So uh, these are, uh, uh, Lashish is really interesting because his name means invincible. He's a strong man. Come up to me and help me that we may smite Gibeon Hill City, for it had made peace with Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, and with the children of Israel God prevails. Here we see there's no middle ground. You're either on the side of salvation or you're on the side of the enemies of salvation. Now, even though these are, dem these are demonic kings that lived in the land, all known to each other, because they'd made a league with Joshua, they now become the enemy of um, of the other kings, and these other kings have got a strong army together. They build up a confederacy. So, therefore, the five kings of the Amorite talkers: the king of Jerusalem, teaching of peace; the king of Hebron, association; the king of Jamath, heights; the king of Lashish, invincible; and the king of Eglon, calf-like, gathered themselves together and went up. They and all their hosts. Yeah, they got hosts and encamped before Gibeon Hill City and made war against it. Now, these these uh, spiritual kings are remaining in the life uh, of, of Joshua after he's defeated a ruined life. So it's not over. There's there's more in our walk is to is to deal with these things. It's interesting. There's a there's a cave comes up later. It's called the Place of Shepherds. It's a cave of the shepherds, and it was used to um, it was used to entrap these kings. And from this, we get the <clears throat> we get the idea that we can uh, tie up, bind, encage, put in cages evil, wicked spirits to stop them operating while we deal with their hosts. 
So uh, the men of Gibeon Hill City sent unto Joshua. Uh oh. Now, there was no real deal to protect them. Uh, Joshua had just made a deal that they would be the servants, but Joshua wouldn't kill them. So you, you would think now that Joshua would say, cool, let all those evil, wicked enemies kill the Gibeonites. And that, that way we'll be out of our uh, deal with them. But no, here we see the love of God where, where Joshua goes to help them. So Joshua, because of the oath, it's, it's like if you're with us, it doesn't matter who you are, um, we're going to help you. So, so this is uh, Jesus saying similar, those that are not, those that are not against us, you know, uh, those that are with us are not against us. So um, the men of Gibeon Hill City said unto Joshua to the camp, Gilgal, uh, Joshua's at Gilgal, which is thinking of the resurrection, uh, the rolling away, saying, Slack not thy hand from thy servants and come quickly and save us and help us. For all the kings of the Amorite talkers that dwell in the mountains are gathered together against us. Wow. Now, these are liars. They tricked them. Joshua's uh, people are all upset with them. The uh, deal was done. It didn't make anybody happy. What does Joshua do? So Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, ascended from Gilgal, rolling away. He and all the people of war with him. With all the mighty men of valor. How's that? that? You know, that's awesome. And the Lord, the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, said to Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, Fear them not, for I have delivered them unto, the, unto thine hand. There shall not a man of them stand before thee. Now there is the glory of God, I believe, reinforcing the oath. God even is with it. This time, the Lord is inquired to, isn't he? So Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, therefore, came up unto them suddenly and went from Gilgal, rolling away all night. No stopping him. And the Lord, Yahweh, existing one, discomforted them before Israel, God prevails, and slew them with a great slaughter at Gibeon Hill City and chased them along the way that goeth up to Beth Horon. Now, this is an interesting city, place, Beth Horon, house of hollowness. House of hollowness, it means. Is that depression? So he smote them along the way and goes up to Beth Horon, the house of hollowness, and smote them to Ash. Azekar, which is dug over, to Makadia, place of the shepherds, M-A-K-K-E-D-A-H, place of shepherds. So they got chased to the place of the shepherds, and it came to pass as they fled from before Israel, God prevails, and were going down to Beth Horon, house of hollowness, that the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, cast down great stones from heaven upon them unto Asker, dug over, and they died. They were more which died with hailstones than they whom the children of Israel, God prevailed, slew with the sword. So we really got God. We really got God on the side 
of even these tricksters now because they've joined the camp. See, they are honoring their oath. They feared they'd die. They did a trick. They're desperate. They're honoring their oath, and Joshua's honoring the oath, and God's now saying, I'm going to support this. So then Yahweh then spoke Joshua, Yahweh's salvation to the Lord, Yahweh the existing one in the day when the Lord, Yahweh existing one, delivered up the Amorite talkers before the children of Israel, God prevails. And he said, in the sight of Israel, God prevails, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, hill city, and thou moon in the valley of Aegean, field of deer. And the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. It is not this written in the book of Jasher, which the book of Jasher means straight, upright, correct, right. This is the book of righteousness, like righteous. See, this is God showing righteousness. He even stopped the sun and the moon to back covenant. So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hastened not to go down about a whole day. And there was no day like it before or after it. Now you can imagine what these enemies, uh, uh, these tricksters, the Gibeonites felt when when, when they had made a trick and now God Almighty is backing them up to the point of stopping the sun. And the message that would have went out all over the promised land was that the Lord God Almighty is here and is really with these people. So here we have, here we have God showing his righteousness. So Joshua, Yahweh's salvation returned all Israel. God prevails with him to the camp of Gilgal rolling away. So so here we have Joshua returning again after battles to the to the resurrection, to the rolling away of the stone. And and this is where we're all returning. We're all living this life and we're all returning to the resurrection where we're so incorruptible and raised incorruptible. And this is the place of rest, is the, is the thinking of the resurrection. So um, it's interesting now that what happened to the five kings and uh, all the armies are, uh, all the king's armies are being destroyed by God, hailstones and everything. Oh, man, they're going to be wondering. But these five kings in, in verse 16 fled and hid themselves in a cave at Macadia, place of the shepherds. A cave in the place of the shepherds. And it was told Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, saying five kings are found hid in a cave at Macadia, place of shepherds. And Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, said, Roll great stones upon the mouth of the cave and set men by it for to keep them. Here we have the stone, the rolling stone of the, of the Lord Jesus Christ in type and shadow, blocking and, and, and encaging in the cave of the shepherds these kings. So it came to pass when Joshua Yahweh's salvation and the children of Israel, God prevails, had made an end of slaying them with a very great slaughter till they were consumed, that the rest which remained of them entered into fenced cities. 
Yep, the spirits. When when you get into a good deliverance, uh, once once the ground's cleared and you're getting into this level of deliverance, the the spirits are going to run and bury themselves. They they they're going to come out, go somewhere else, or they're going to bury in a person and stay locked down, out of the way, to to try and survive. This is the power we've got in in deliverance. <clears throat> and all the people returned to the camp to Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, at Macadia, place of the shepherds, in peace, and none moved his tongue against any of the children of Israel, God prevails. So what's happened there? They were murmuring against the deal done. Now they shut their mouths because they know that God is on their, the side. God's on the side of doing the right thing, of righteousness. And, and this will shut the mouth of those that speak against it. So um, and, and then Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, opened the mouth of the cave and brung out those five kings to me out of the cave. He said, open it, bring them out. Now, these are just not ordinary people. These kings will be giants, Nephilim. They, these will be big big fellas. So uh, you can imagine the marching of five great big giants, eh, that before were so full of themselves, they're going to just kill everyone. They probably live all their life in victory, now being humbled and bought out, led by the armies of Israel because they came up. They even came up against their own kind because their own kind had sided with the God, the living God from heaven. Hey, imagine what they feel like. So open the mouth of the cave and bring out those five kings under me out of the cave. And so they did so, and they brought forth those five kings to him out of the cave. Now listen to who they are. The king of Jerusalem, teaching of peace. Oh, I thought they're supposed to be a friendly city. It's one of the 31 kings that had to die. Don't we see today the teaching of peace? It's an enemy of salvation when you're saying peace, peace. You know, little well, we just be peace with the Muslim. We just be peace with the gays. We just be peace with every religion. Oh, it says many ways to God. We'll be peace with all men. Uh, oh, we'll even be peace. You don't even need to choose your bathroom. You know, we'll just be peace with every everything. See, this is this is where God's identifying. This is a demon. This keeping of peace, and it's got in everywhere. It's a liberal demon. So um, this this king has to die, and the king of Hebron, which means association. It, yeah, here you have your Freemasons, your your your, uh, your groups, uh, your uh, Black Lives Matters. All, all getting together, saying we're different than you and we're associating. And then you've got the king of um, Jarmuth, which is heights. This is the, this is the lofty ones, all, all the kings of uh, we're better than you. And the king of Lashish, in, invincible. You know, they, these, are, uh, they, they, these could be the rich, the strong, you know, the, uh, the, the heads of armies and strong, just strong groups. And the king of Eglon, which is calf-like, which they made the golden calf. This is this is the idolatry, king of idolatry. Now these are all kings that could be in our life, 
or, or, or surrounding us and, and afflicting us. And it came to pass when they brought out those kings unto Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, that Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, called for all the men of Israel, God prevails, and said unto the captain, I love this bit, he, he said to them, hey, you captains, you men of war, which went with it in, come near, put your feet upon the necks of these kings, that, that they came near and put their feet on the necks of them. Now, if to remember, these are big giants, <laughs> scary-looking dudes, and, and you're going to put your foot on his neck. So that by this time, these giants are laying on the ground, and, the, and, and Joshua's encouraging his officers, come up close here, stick your foot on their necks, make them squirm a bit. So Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, said unto them, Fear not or be dismayed. Be strong and of good courage. For thus so shall the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, do to all your enemies against whom you fight. Now, if that isn't a message for people who are oppressed and they think it's big, they think it's going to get them. They don't know how they're going to fight this. There it is. God will do it for you. Be of strong and be of good courage. And fight these things. Get your foot, put it on their necks and squash them. Stop them breathing. Make them choke with your foot on their neck. And afterwards, Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, smote them and slew them and hanged them on five trees. See, cursed. They're the cursed. you got to cast them out. you got to crucify them. They've got to pay for the blood of Jesus and come out. And they were hanged on them, and they were hanged on trees until the evening. It, it, it was a rule that whoever you hung, you pulled down after evening because it, it, it uh, had health consequences. I believe the Black Plague came by they were hanging people and leaving them sit there. Anyway, it came to pass at the time of going down of the sun that Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, commanded, and they took them down off the trees and cast them into a cave where they had been hid. The cave of the shepherd. It's the burial place of our enemies. And it's, it's, it's a type and shadow of the pit. We own the pit. Doesn't Jesus have the keys to hell? So we took them down off the trees, cast them into the cave where they had been hid and lay great stones in the cave's mouth, which remain until this very day. <clears throat> you know, maybe one day they'll find those bones. <clears throat> and, in, and in that day, Joshua... Yahweh's salvation took Makeda, the place of shepherds, and then smote it with the edge of the sword and the king thereof, and he utterly destroyed them and all the souls that were therein, and let none remain. And he did to the king of Makeda, place of the shepherds, as he had did to the king of Jericho, its moon. There's a message in that too. Those that believe they're false shepherds, uh, shepherds uh, that are the enemies of Israel, that there's a day coming. So Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, passed from Makeda, the place of the shepherds, and all Israel, God prevails with him, unto Liblah, which is pavement. That's, that's the hard road, the hardness, and fought against Liblah pavement. And the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, delivered it also, and the king thereof, into the hand of Israel, God prevails. And he smote it with the edge of the sword, and all the souls that were therein, and he let none remain in it but he did under the king thereof as he did under the king of Jericho. So we see here that um, there are 
quite a few enemy kings that are involved that are in the promised land. Yeah, what happened to your best life now? There's some kings there taking it. You've got to go kill these kings to get your best life now. There's the promise and there's possessing of the promise. Here it is over and over again in the book of Joshua, by the way, in the promised land of milk and honey. Did we know what milk represents? Do we know what honey represents? Why is it called the land of milk and honey? Why is it called the land of milk? Why is it called the land of honey? Why isn't it called the land of overcoming or the land of praise and worship? Huh? Why isn't it called the land of the sword, the land of the cross? Why isn't it called the land of the Holy Spirit? Because God is showing something else, that's why. He's showing something great. He's showing it's the land of his love. Doesn't a, doesn't a mother feeding her baby feel the love? Doesn't the baby feel the love? The crying baby goes to sleep. We go all the way up to Romans chapter 1. We'll see where it's the, it's the uh, creation, the way we've been made. Didn't God make a mother to have milk for the baby that shows the invisible attributes of God? This is the land of God's love. And here we see why God has honoured a covenant. Because it wouldn't be love to not, would it? How, how can you have love and renege on a deal? When someone's hopes is up and you've disappointed them, how's that love? How is it? So here God has stopped the sun to prove it's the land of his love and he expects love. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Love your neighbour as your own self. This is where the priority is given it to us in this book. So the Joshua, Yahweh's salvation passed from Libnar pavement and all Israel, God prevails with him unto Lashish, invincible, and encamped against it and fought against it. Now remember, the kings are done in for, but he's still got to fight the city. And the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, delivered Lashish, invincible, into the hand of Israel. It's prayer. It's God will deliver what's against us in, into our hands. Have you got your hand open to receive them? Are you taking up the hand of judgment against the enemies? Everything exalting itself. Are you taking up the hand of casting out demons? If, if, if you're not going to use it, how can it be delivered into your hands? So Israel, God prevails, which took on the second day and smote it with the edge of the sword and all the souls that were therein according to all that he had done, to Libnar pavement. Then Horam, exalted king of Giza, portion, came to help Lashish invincible. And Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, smote him to, and all his people until he had left him, none remaining. This is the proud. This is the proud coming in. Um, they, they have a portion of something. 
and uh, they're king of the portion, and uh, they're, they're going to come and help, and uh, they're going to get it too. And from last year's Invincible, Joshua Yahweh's salvation passed it. Eglon Calf-like, and all Israel prevails with him, and they encamped against it and fought against it. And they took it on that day and smote it with the edge of the sword and all the souls that therein, and utterly destroyed that day according to all that he had done to Lashish, invincible. And Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, went up from Eglon Calf-like, and all Israel, God prevails with him, to Hebron Association, and they fought against it. It's interesting the order of these things too. And he took up and smote it with the edge of the sword and the king thereof and all the cities thereof and all the souls that were therein. And he left none remaining according to all that he had done to Eglon, calf-like, but destroyed it utterly and all the souls that were in. <clears throat> and Joshua, Yahweh's salvation returned and all Israel got prevails with him to Debonah's sanctuary and fought against it. He took all the king thereof and all the cities thereof and they smote them with the edge of the sword and utterly destroyed all the souls that were with them and left none remaining as he had done. See, had they had let anyone live, they, they would have got demonized again from those people. And he had done to Hebron Association, so he did to Debonah Sanctuary, to the king thereof, and as he had done to Lebanon Pavement and to her king. So Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, smote all the country of the hills of the south of the vale, of the springs, and all the kings, he left none remaining, but utterly destroyed all that breed, as the Lord Yahweh, existing one God, eloquent of Israel, God prevails, commanded. And Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, smote them from Kadesh, Kadesh Barnea, which means holy, and to Gaza, the strong, and all the country of Goshen, drawing near, and even up to Gibeon, the hill city. And all these kings and their land did Joshua, Yahweh, his salvation, take at, at one time. Because the Lord, Yahweh, the existing one, God, Elohim of Israel, God prevails, fought in Israel, God prevails. And Joshua, Yahweh's salvation, returned all Israel, God prevails, with him, back unto the camp, unto Gilgal, rolling away. So that, that brings us to uh, chapter 11. But uh, we can see here some very important lessons uh, for our walk and how when we get these lessons right, we can receive a massive deliverance. Things that are really hard can be delivered. And um, how are we going there uh, for time, uh, Shannon? You're okay. We're tuning in with Minister... Peter Whiffen. Would you like to take a five-minute break? Yeah, yeah. We, we take a five-minute break, and uh, we Come can uh, we can go on or take calls or whatever you want to do. Okay, we're going to take a five-minute break. Be back with more from Peter Whiffen, and uh, he's continuing his study on this program of where he left off last week. If you're coming in and did not hear the last show, I encourage you to go get it. It was awesome, as this is. We're going to take that break, and I'll call you back in about five minutes, my brother. Cheers. Okay. Welcome aboard, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this program tonight. Jen, John, Jennifer, GCI, welcome. Juliet, Maria, Pavel, 
Thy word, Pat, Andy, Frozen, Chosen. That sounds like a, a slushy. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Gangsta. We got Debbie McSweeney. We got Sister Andrea in Arizona, Phoenix, I think. Everybody welcome. 16 people elsewhere tuning in out there. What are you doing elsewhere? You could be over here listening. All you got to do is just sign up for a free username and password right there on MixLR. Tracy, did I say Tracy? Welcome. Sign in at MixLR. That's all you got to do for a free account. Also, while you're at it, you're in the sign-up mode. Sign up at SoundCloud for a free account. Subscribe on my YouTube channel, Mega Man Radio, and then go to the website, MegaManRadio.com, and sign up for the free newsletter. It's sign-up time. It's all free. I won't spam you. Y'all know. Y'all haven't gotten much from me on the uh, the newsletter portion, but that's about to change. Well, we're here on a, a Saturday in Bali. I'm plus 13 hours from East Coast time, so it's about 2.30 in the afternoon. We start the program here around 7 in the morning, local time, but we do our early bird shows too, so we'll do them sometimes at 5 a.m. with Ivory Hopkins, and then London shows, we do them in the evenings. We had a London program last night, early this morning. If you missed the one with Winston Folks, it's up there. Sam Mazruku's up there this week, and David Measures. We had London times three this week. We've got Peter Whiffen on today and Peter Johnson scheduled for next month. And someone's beating on something downstairs. We're making a repair to this place. Turns out there is some kind of hole in the roof. And water was coming down when it rains. We've had some, boy, some really rainy season here. Started to seep to the walls, seep through the ceiling, get a mold. Told Rita, we got to fix that. We don't want to have black mold down here. Lord have mercy. They got that over there in Texas. So we've got to go over here. He's trying to fix that. Patch the hole up. I'm plugging holes too because we've got like gaps in places in the house and that we rent here and mosquitoes come in. And folks, it's no fun to try to sleep. And you know that there's a mosquito lying in wait for you to close your eyes. He wants to zoom down and suck your blood. They do. I've studied these mosquitoes. They're sneaky. They hide until the lights go off, then they come out of nowhere. And I've seen them fly, and then I lose track. They fly fast. It's amazing. Like little F-16s. And I went looking for them, and I said, I know these things are hiding. I started to hit the curtains, hit various places in the room, and then I found him. He was hiding right up near the bed and he was just perched there he was waiting for me to let my guard down he wanted to come down to suck my blood or the hide up on the ceiling they're amazing they, they will stalk you they want to drink your blood and then they want to fly off and impregnate with that blood and make more babies got to smash them got to hunt them down it's like demons demons are waiting for you. What are you going to do? You better go run them out of your house in the name of Jesus. Otherwise, you got them attacking you while you're sleeping. Attacking you during the day. They want to suck your soul out. Take you into hell. It's time to smash those. I've got an electric fly swatter and I can just zap them. I also have a regular fly swatter because that zapper works great for the mosquitoes, but 
Those flies. You have to sneak up on them and then smack. And so I use an old-fashioned fly swatter for that because it's got the holes in it. And, I mean, they're designed perfect. You just got to hit them fast and hard. That's where demons are. Hit them. Hit them hard in the name of Jesus. That's my micro-sermon. I'm going to take uh, a short music break. I think I used up my time, but I'm going to take it anyway. We'll be right back because I need to refill on some liquid. We're doing our marathon. We're going to be back with two more shows tomorrow. Some more to come. We'll be right back. All right, we were playing a little bit of Petra there, a song called Creed. And we're live with Peter Whiffen from the Gold Coast of Australia. Peter, uh, for those that yes. are tuning in, give out your website. Tell people about your ministry, how they can write to you, and what you got going on over there. Okay, you, you can get me on Facebook, of course, Peter Whiffen, which is uh, W, H for Harry, I for Igloo, F for Facebook, F for Facebook, I for Igloo, N for Melly at um, Facebook and also at Hotmail. That's my email. And my website is hiskingdomstable.com. And that website came about, remember, Shannon, uh, the revelation of uh, why a table is set up in the presence of our enemies. And th there was judgment at that table for our enemies. And uh, so I decided to set up the website, His Kingdom's Table, and there's a download there. Um, deliverance is at the table. It shows some interesting things about the milk, uh, the promised land, uh, about uh, the first deliverance I found in the Bible with Queen Sheba in First Kings chapter 10, how her name means uh, oath or seven oaths, and how the oaths were delivered at the table of peace, Solomon's name being peace. So that's there, free, download there. Um, and uh, there's some stuff on there from uh, Amiga Man, linking to Amiga Man, radio shows, old ones, older ones, and everything there. And, uh, you know, speaking of Sheba, isn't it interesting that David hooked up with Bathsheba and then his son would meet the Queen of Sheba? Two different locations. How about that? What's up with that? I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, how about that? You know, I, I believe God used the movie stars of the known world to show about deliverance. You know, um, I think that nothing's changed. Um, God is in the in the God is in the business of restoration of His creation. His enemy came and mixed the seed, um, ruined it, and uh, God's fixing it, making the enemy eat it. You know, He's got to eat the curse, eat, eat the dust. You got to eat the dust. So uh, that's the, the whole business we're in, isn't it? Escaping the corruption that's in the world uh, through lust. That's the lust of Satan to have the world, Satan making his own creation. And these enemy kings are part of that corrupt creation, you know, the Nephilim, right? They found skeletons there and again, they? So this corrupt creation being fixed by fixed up and so that's our job is demonstrating that god loves us and is fixing us 
fixing the corruption. So we get the um, we get the the blessing, eh? Of um, we get the blessing to participate and help in in uh, fixing things. That's an excellent teaching right there. HillsKingdomsTable.com. I want to encourage you to go get it. And also, you're going to find a link to his project, Names Amplification Bible. And I think you have the website, NamesAmplificationBible.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, NamesAmplificationBible.com. That's where these, uh, that's what we're talking out of today. I've got the meaning of the names in, in the text as you read along. And yet, there's so many names in the, in the text that, that it's just not practical to go look up the meanings as you read along. You know, it's just too hard. So this, this is the four-year project uh, we're talking about here, and it's in print, being printed. Woohoo! How about that? Congratulations, brother. That's, that is a remarkable achievement It's a miracle. There. It is a miracle. I don't know how it happened. I still don't know. That's like hit me, you know. I don't know how how I worked, looked after children, uh, doing deliverance for people, looking after things, and did that project too. It, it's it's a awful lot of work in that project. Oh my goodness, thirty three thousand entries. Man, thirty three thousand entries. You did it bit by Man. bit. And you know what? God enabled, he gave you the energy and the blueprint for it, and he blessed you to be able to accomplish that. That's awesome. My you friend know, rang up Shannon and said, it's an old friend, you know, and he said, I think God wants that Bible published. I'm going to pay for it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's paid for the printing. That's fantastic. You know. That's amazing. He, he said, all my life I've been a Christian. I, I just served myself. He said, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I have to listen to him tell me. It's funny. God bless you know, him. It's great. Hey? I'm excited for he, you. He's going he's gonna to have the blessing of that. You know, he's going to have the blessing of that on his life now. <laughs> Who knows what the book's going to do? Because there's so much revelation in it. And I'm just getting a bit of it. I, I can't wait until the real men of God get hold of this book. Oh, my goodness. The, we, we will be hit with a flood of revelation. The, the teachings, the, the preachings, the, um, the faith that, that will come to help fight the devil. You know? Peter, how does a person get a copy of that? What, what do they order? Um, just on the website now. We've got a, we got a link there. You can, you can pre-order. I'm, I'm working out the freight. Um, just pre-order it, then we email you about the about postage after that because it's going all over the world. Now, and, do you uh, also offer, in addition to the hardback, do you have an electronic version? Yeah, email me. There's a complimentary PDF. You know, we, it does, see it's it's similar similar to what uh, Mr. Moody's talking about. You know, it. it the PDF doesn't cost anything to send it anywhere around the world, so that's free. That's free. It's it's the printed one where the, where where you just can't afford to. Paper's not free, folks. It is. <clears throat> and you try to take that and print it yourself, you're going to run up a similar bill. It costs a lot of money for the paper. But you know what? You've heard two men of God yeah. tonight 
they have awesome stuff God has given him, and they're giving it away for free. Anybody would like a copy, you just got to email Peter. He's going to send you a PDF. You can have it tonight. But if you want the hard copy, yeah. you can order that. But I also wanted to say, folks, he's into ministry. And he's God is sending him places to minister to many people in Australia, Fiji, and then internationally. If you'd like to support his ministry, I want to encourage you to support it. You know, freely we receive, freely we give. But it takes resources to be able to invest the time to put together a project like that or to do any type of ministry. If you're going to do it, you're going to have to travel somewhere. You're going to speak somewhere. It takes resources to do it. Plus, Peter's involved in uh, projects with Pakistan already. There, there's been a successful yeah, mission we, to rescue we got the little school. a Christian. We from, got the little school there. He's um, got we, the school we there? We got Christian, Christian kids, Christian children, I should say, that... That's that fantastic. won't be educated by you know by the um, by the um, religious leadership there. I say that, and they they got a prejudice against them, and so they end up with a little job, like bad job, like the bricklayer slave, like the toilet cleaners, like the maid, where they where they get later on they get beaten or, or raped or something in those jobs. So, so we got this lady, she struggled all her life to become qualified as a teacher, and, and she's running this school, and she's run it herself for a while. And, and you know, I had so many requests for things to help and, and, and break my heart, you know, but, but God say just pick one. Amen. Just, just, just yeah, do something for somebody. <laughs> yeah? Folks, like we can all do one. Do it for everyone. If everybody did one, yeah, man, that would be a lot of people. Yeah, just do one. And that, that's how I started uh, trying out there winning souls. It's overwhelming. You, you see all the people. But but just go for one. Just go for one. One's worth it. Pluck one out of the it. fire, folks. From a just place called one. hell. Folks, that's so there, I mean, there. Awesome. Um, we got a website for the school. And, and, and you know, somebody sent me... Well, someone, a uh, very nice lady, sent $20, hits the PayPal. You know, I, I, I just turn it to a bit more and uh, shoot it over there. And, and they go, wow, people are loving us. We don't even know. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> it's cool, eh? You can be a part of that. Go over to his website. And what's your email address, Peter? Uh, my name, Peter Whiffen, W-H-I-F-F for Facebook. I for Igloo, N for Nally, at Hotmail. Fantastic. And, you know, I, I happy to send you everything. If you can't download it off the website, I'll send it to you. i send you the Bible. And uh, if you want me to pray for you personally, i pray for you. Pray for your friends. Um, I'm praying every day on, um, on Skype and um, by phone. People visiting here, <laughs> going out to see people, and working. Well, man, I love my time back. If I had my time back, whew. but uh, you know, you you got to live too. You work, and um, I pay my own way, and then um, just doing what we can do without wearing yourself to the bone, because that's not going to last long. But I like to go and um, I like. I was talking to my friend the other day, and uh, I I like to go and try some um, try some places where. I never been before. 
you know, just go and walk and um, watch some blind eyes open. That sort of thing would be fun. We, we could do some adventure evangelism trips, you know, if people were interested. We could go as a group, you know, and get a discount or something. Go and, uh, go and walk, walk in a place and uh, maybe plant some churches or something. That's awesome. Some adventure evangelism. You know what's in the blood? Your dad was an adventurer too, wasn't he? Yeah, he he went around the world sailing, and um, dad never. Dad was always uh, just interested in doing things, you know, racing speedboats and sailing and doing his also, own businesses and things. You said he sailed around the world, so he shot. <clears throat> excuse me, shot documentary footage of that, right? He did, and I got it here. I got to get it translated. Uh, it's in video. I got to get it over to um, MP3 and put it up on Facebook. What do you got YouTube. it in? Is it a VHS or uh, what? It's. I think it's. It's on a CD, but it's a VHS format, um, oh. uh, like a video to play on the video player. Oh, you could TV. do that. That's excellent. I don't know. If it's... Okay. There's a program. There's a number so of them here. that'll do it. But you should put that up. I'd love to see that. Wow. Oh, yeah. It, it's on the thing to do list. I've I got to get it up there because there's a miracle on it. it. It came on my heart when he was away to pray. Uh, I got waking up in the middle of the night. So I prayed intercession for him. And then when he gets back on the film, he's running around the boat saying, we need a miracle. We, we got no money. There's no wind. We're nearly out of food. And we don't know what we're going to do. And um, next day, there's uh, floating on the water bags full of goods that had fallen maybe off a ship. Whoa. And they were hooking them out of the water. <laughs> Pots, pans, food, all sorts of stuff. And they loaded the boat with it and was able to sell it uh, at the next place they got to. Amazing. Continue. That yeah. is pretty amazing. And God, <laughs> God was with him. And, and he wouldn't believe till a month before he passed away. And um, I, I, had the, I had the privilege of um, uh, leading him into the kingdom. Oh, and, man. And, and he was dying in the hospital, and I wasn't going to go back because he said, I don't want to know about God, and I just couldn't watch him go to the pit. And um, Charlie Costello said to me, don't tell him you love him. And I didn't realize that was a word of knowledge. But anyway, I went and I said, Dad, I love you and I'm never going to see you again because I know I'm going to heaven and you're not. You're going down. And um, unless you ask Jesus to save you, you know, I, 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 I'm going to miss you, Dad. And he goes, dear Lord Jesus, save me. <laughs> I nearly wow. fell Wow. Wow. Right there in the hospital bed. So I nail it. I, I say, yeah, but you got to get in to forgive your sins too, Dad. <laughs> so I'm starting to get tough now. And, and and he goes, dear Lord Jesus, forgive all my sins. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I, I put my hand on his head right in the hospital there, and I, I just yell out, you devil, this one is one you're not getting. I rebuke you. And <laughs> Dad starts yawning spirits out right there in the hospital. Wow. 
Uh, so I, I was walking out of the hospital and I got a word of knowledge. So, and, and, and God said to me in my heart, you know, when you get those words when you're not expecting and you know, I was just walking along and mid-step and I get this, I gave you what you wanted. Thank and you, Jesus. That, that just melted me, you know, like hit me. And I got reminded of King David where God said, you know, you could add anything you want. And from that, I, I get the encouragement that we can have what we want. God wants us to have what we want. We can have it. Man, I thought my dad was a goner. And, um, man, he, I know where he is. I can go to him. He can't come to me. Peter, many times the enemy will try to tell us, you know what, it's no use. Folks, don't listen. God can perform a miracle in the midnight hour. Don't give up. You keep praying, keep trying. What an awesome never testimony. Never give up. I nearly never went in there. Imagine that. He, he, I nearly never went in because it was too painful. I did not want to go in there. <laughs> Praise God, brother. God saved him. He so this is, yeah, how about that? Folks, he did it for Peter. He can okay. do it for you. And one of your yeah. loved ones out there. He's not there. a respecter, is he? No, he's. Yes. All of us, we can't be any more loved than we are. All of us are loved, right? He's just a love in action. But sometimes we don't feel love. And that's what we needed. Yeah. Isn't. You know, that, I, I was in the shopping center. I don't know if I said this before. I, I was in the shopping center, and I'm just looking at all the people walking around, and I get another word like that. These are the objects of my love. Wow. That's everyone. Never mind they're a Muslim. Whatever they say they are, they nothing. They're, they're the sons of Adam. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> they're exactly. Nothing. How can you change and be something? God never made you Muslim. No, God never made you anything. He made you son of Adam. <laughs> Brother, it's the truth. And that's our tr That's the goal there, folks, to win people. Look beyond their faults and see their needs. I, I went out today. I had to do a couple of things. And um, I get to the place and uh, there's this dude come to help. He's loading some stuff for me on the on the truck, and um, I just pull him aside. He's a nice guy and um, Canadian, and I asked him the question, "Hey, who do you say Jesus is?" And he looked at me, and I'm quite happy to ask that question now because I'm used to it. Yeah, who, who do you say Jesus is? And he he thinks and. Uh, he comes back with the answer, uh, a seer or something like that. And uh, we start talking then. And and I chaired with him for about 15 minutes, and he listened to everything. Wow. And in the end, I got him agreeing that if God was real, would he like to know him? And And he said yes. I said, well, we can pray that that you 
be appointed to know and that you that you receive a, a love of the truth would that be good he said yes and see jesus say the gospel is god telling people you know god told you this people peter you know the father told you this so so this is the way this is the way to to get people saved is to ask them the question i believe who do you say jesus is i'm just interested who would you say he is and that's not offensive to anyone you're just trying to understand them i encourage everyone every day ask someone who do you think jesus is Would you like me? You know, I can come to your place. I can bless it. You have a problem with your place or anything. I'll come there and we can have a cup of tea. Would you like me at some point to come around and say hello? And start a little church in their house. <laughs> hey, Amazing. Hey, what do you need deliverance? I'll, I'll come over there. You know, anybody getting scary dreams or things in the night, you know, or whatever. Anybody feeling bad, I'll, I'll come. I'll, I'll come try and help you. Any listener out there who knows Jesus Christ as yeah. Lord and Savior, you know you can do the same? Start the house to house once. Make a you house know, call? Uh, this, yeah, aren't we told to go, not, not to go and get them and bring them back? Go. <laughs> Find a worthy house. Like Find a doctor making a house call? Visit them. Yeah. Hey, how could it be if you could just go out and uh, start three or four or five house churches, you know? And then, then be the one that goes around showing them how to do deliverance and having little Bible studies with them at their homes. Everybody knows somebody build. who needs some help. Yeah. O offer your help. You may be surprised. They may say, come on over. Yeah. <laughs> I, had hey. a, I had a magnet. You all know about, some of you know about, I would put it on my truck when I was in Vegas. And it said... We cast out devils, pray for the sick, break curses, break witchcraft. Jesus Christ is Lord, John 3.16, something like that. Going off memory now. It would never amaze me. I'd be riding down the road, Peter, and there yep. was someone who was suffering from one of those things. Or out of curiosity, probably, too. They'd get up behind me, and then they would whip out their smartphone and take a picture. I had one... <laughs> that decided to pull out too late and the light turned green and I went and this person followed me for a, quite a while till it slowed down again. I did a, a U-turn. They followed me and they got a shot of the uh, magnet. They couldn't leave without a picture. And as I'm in a grocery wow. store coming out, this car pulls up right behind me. I wouldn't let me back out. And I said, oh, I guess I better talk to him then. Went over and, and the lady <laughs> says, uh, do you bless houses? I said, you got something going on? And I gave her a card. Folks, you begin to get the word yeah. out that, you know, you'll, you're willing to pray for somebody, come in agreement, pray for the sick, cast out a devil in Jesus' name. Yeah. You're going to be surprised. You're going to begin to get people to say, yeah, come on over. Because everybody's battling something out there. People are open. A lot yeah. of people are open. Yeah. If we just step, 
I, I said to this guy, I'm having a party. You want to come? And he said, yeah. I said, it's in 10,000 years. You coming? <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah. I, I said, man, I really want to see you there. I'd be so happy if you're there. Why do we got to wait? When I time? left him, that guy's thinking. He's he's just like, um, what? <laughs> I hope we don't have to wait hey, 10,000 years. How much fun's that? <laughs> Man, you're having an adventure over there, I'll tell you. It's fun. It's fun. You know? And um, we take that we're God's loudest voice in the world. Who else is going to talk? You know? He's a still small voice. We're a loud voice right in the ear of someone. We're louder than Satan. We can speak to these people. We go with the, if we go in the right way, with, you know, sincerity, honesty, the right way. We don't want nothing off them. We just want to talk to them. Peter? And, and that's what I'm encouraging this. <laughs> but you have a listener tuning in right now. Her name is Sumreen. Someone just notified me and said, the lady teacher. From the school and packet stand, she's listening right now. Oh, cool. Cool. You know, she's a lovely lady. Her, her mum. Her mum is a Christian, and, um, you know, she's been blessed, and um, she's given her whole life to uh, to others. How about that, eh? What a blessing she is. I see. In a hard place. Brother, do you do any ministry over Skype in Pakistan? Uh, some. Sometimes I've done some. Uh, doing all over the world and um, uh, with those uh, I just talk on Facebook I, I think there's a bandwidth thing there it's a little bit difficult ah, they're all okay. like on phones or it, uh, this one uh, this one neat it's amazing how God works this, this one was asking for you know some sort of computer to be able to uh, have and um, you know we get them and they're nothing to us but but for, for there, it's like a lot. And um, I was doing my collections. And uh, I'm going, God, I wish I had a computer I could send them. And uh, all my old computers, they're just not worth sending. And anyway, there was a briefcase next to a letterbox, wasn't there? <laughs> and I, I opened up this briefcase, and in it was a as-good-as-new Apple iPad. Whoa! Man, I never let the dust hit that and mailed it, and uh, they got it there now. So, so they can do YouTube lessons for children, you know. That is amazing. Man, what yeah. type of work do you do? Um, I, I do collecting. I got a little, uh, got a little uh, non-profit. We we uh, we get stuff and we people don't want, and we send it over to Fiji who need it, and um, we we sell it. So that we get uh, uh, the money for the shipment, and and I, I get to buy the groceries. Yeah. And um, that was given to me that business. I was walking up the streets of Suva, and someone started yelling out my name, and <laughs> they wanted someone to get all this stuff here. So I said, okay, I would. And uh, that's paid the rent. It's paid the rent. How about Amazing, that? dude. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Do you still have I, a royal member of the Fiji family visiting you? 
<laughs> yeah, the Ratu, he went home and uh, uh, some of the chiefly chiefly people, which are just uh, like you and me, but they're, they're Ratus. And um, my, my dad married a Fijian, so I'm sort of like... Oh, wow. I'm sort of like, I could get a passport, I suppose. Oh, I'm related. You know. Amazing. So he married into the tribe? Yeah, he married there. And um, it was really interesting because, you know, at, at his funeral, uh, the Fijians came and um, they sang in the Fijian language. And at the end of the song went, Amen. So, so my dad got a Christian funeral too. <laughs> Whoa. God, it's amazing. It's amazing. And uh, what what a uh, what a, what an amazing thing, isn't it? We can talk all around the world, and people can listen, and we can share these discoveries. Uh, you know, everybody's sharing um, what they're discovering and the collective knowledge that we're needing for these last days, right? You know, we we have to be careful of some of these traps that are out there, and we we can learn and get our oil. You know, get the power in our life, and um, See, uh, I, I can, I can witness, because because I'm used to casting out the spirits. I'm not scared of anybody, and and you know I sit there witnessing. Sometimes people start manifesting, and and I, I can say that's a spirit in you, and, and it's a witness of the truth. See, so um, some some people go something's with you. I'm feeling very unsettled. You know, <laughs> wow, and. Uh, this is where we can walk, you know, like walk really ruling and reigning with the kingdom of heaven in our hand, you know. And um, we look up and say, God, you know, I, I want to be what you made me to be. I, I want to be, I want to be the one. Uh, I want to be the one that that accepts what you made me to be, whatever that is. And uh, maybe lay down things for the sake of others, you know, like Moses. He, he, he gave up his life for a season for Israel. So we get people coming. We have to give the time because it's for them. And and it's a, it's a payback for the cross, right? Uh, how else? But Jesus said, if you love me, feed, feed my lambs, right, didn't he? That's right. What's the food? The children's bread? Yes. The, the communion? Maybe the payback for the blood and the body uh, broken? That, that the communion, feed them, feed them the benefit of what I just done? Could that be what he's talking about? You know, don't let me die for nothing for everyone. How about feeding it to some people? Let them have it. You know, right. let them get the benefit. If you love me. You know, spread it around. Don't make it wasted. That be what he's talking about. And that's the question and, uh, for each of us to answer tonight: Do we want to die for nothing, or do we want to take the remaining time we've got, whatever it may be? Some have more than others. But if you've got some time, that's yeah. more than those who are no longer with us, and you can use that time to live for something, to serve Jesus. If you win one soul before you die, that's an accomplishment greater than anything that Steve Jobs invented while working for Apple, I'm here to tell you. 
Because what price can you put on a soul? You can't. How can you pay for it? Hey, all the souls that you win, you can bring them to my party. It's in 10,000 years. Everyone invited. Woo. You say. And we've only just begun. But I don't have a big house and drive a Bentley. I don't have a corporation or degree behind my name. I wasn't president of a company. I wasn't a famous actor, actress, or sing like Beyonce. And on and on you can go, you know, we can list accomplishments that, you know, people have attained here in this life. But if you work for Jesus, if you want one soul for Jesus and plucked him out of the fire, like a brand out of the fire, folks, that was worth more than any other accomplishment you could have. That's more than Tiger Woods. Or what are you going to do with them in heaven? Like, imagine that forever. Hmm. you got someone in heaven that's there because you you cared. Like, I, I think about the lady that got me saved. Wow. She, she didn't have to bother, did she? No. She could you have know? said, she I'll says, leave that for somebody else. Yeah. She says, hey, Peter, here's a Bible. And, and then, hey, Peter, here's the book, uh, Seal of God or something, you know? Hey, Peter, come down. Our church is down here. Hey, Peter, I'll cast the demons out of you. <laughs> wow. She said that? Yeah. I, I had the spirit speaking in my head. I was a two-pack-a-day smoker. And the demon in me got scared of her because she was doing deliverance. I didn't know. And um, it started making excuses, trying to get itself buried in. And I told her, and she said, I'll pray for you. You'll never smoke again. What faith did she have? I said, turn it up. This doesn't work. You can have the Bible back. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This is ridiculous. (laughs) And she said, no, uh, uh, we'll we'll pray very strongly. No, we will pray. And uh, I said, okay. I still had the cigarettes in my pocket. I never even repented. And um, I just said, you can pray. And she prayed. I started manifesting. I want to swear my head off. And uh, next thing, the room turned to glass. I started coughing up. and, And I see this thing come out of my mouth. It's like a round ball with spikes, and it flew Whoa. off. Whoa. And my body missed it. All of a sudden, I, I felt my body, separate to me, crying. Like it wasn't, I wasn't crying, but it was so upset. It lost a friend. <laughs> it lost a friend. <laughs> and I was instantly healed of two packs a day smoking. Whoa. Instant. What did Never she been say to you? Since. Yeah. What did she say to you? Well, she she said, I'll pray for you. You'll never smoke again. And she was right. <laughs> Amazing. She, yeah. The and I was a goner. Two pack a day, man. I was so addicted. I, I didn't even have to work. I didn't have to go through any grief with that. I just got delivered. But, but it showed me that the spirit talks in our mind. A lot of people are following spirits speaking in their minds. Because, see, they used to have a mind. So they come up and they speak in our mind, blah, blah, blah. And we follow it, thinking it's us. It's not. Sometimes not us. And, uh, so what do you do mind if you hear something that you don't like the sound of? You, 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 better, you better start uh, praying about that to come into the light. 
you get some feeling coming up it's not you you get some thoughts in your mind that you shouldn't be thinking like hey i shouldn't have thought about smoking no one said anything about it but this thing starts telling me i can be a smoking christian <laughs> ridiculous so see have a look for things that are out of character things that are things that are just seem not right uh it can be new and other people you know you haven't talks with people and the talk is not right it's just something doesn't make sense here you'll find that's a spirit behind that somewhere so you got to pick a fight with it get it up ask god to expose it you know and um command it out and uh it's the best way to do deliverance is, is just start doing it hey deliverance 101 what's that two words come out <laughs> That's right. You know, it, that's how you start. Come out. Whatever it is, come out, you know. And you'd be surprised what happens with just those two words, come out. I, I've been talking to people, and, and I've said those words in conversation, and spirits start coming out of them. <laughs> 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 when you're not even expecting it, you know. That's exciting. It, 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 if you start... If you start using it, right, God turns up the volume for you. Oh. Yeah, it's a use it or lose it basis. You just start doing it. And if nothing happens, don't worry. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Yeah, once you've said come out, you've done your part, haven't you? What That's more right. What can you do than that? Hey? That's right. What? Yeah. So, so that's how you get started. Come out. Try it on the dog. Come out of the dog. You know, try it on, on, on anybody. Um, not try it, do it. That's great. You know, like, yeah. Peter, question uh, in the chat room says, what yeah. do you think about text deliverance? Have you ever cast Good, a demon out sure. over a text? I've done that too. I've done that too. Absolutely. It, it's a communication. Demons can read. Yes, they can. And they're subject. Even the demons are subject to us. Now, that's where our faith is. That's what faith is for, to believe in the kingdom of heaven. Faith is to believe that God has sent his arm, his kingdom. When I cast out devils, the kingdom has come upon you, right? That's right. So, so faith is believing in the kingdom. The kingdom's the promise, believing in the kingdom. Faith is believing that God is sending power, angels, fire judgments on our enemies when we ask for it See? folks it's time to and get some payback it. on the devil and believe it yeah it's going to happen in the name of jesus god wants to use you as his weapon against got, the host of hell yeah i got my kids sometimes i got them here and i said you start casting that out and they come out <laughs> my kids do it amazing you know, my, my little one saw a spirit coming out of someone. Tell us about here. that. We, I put this ad on the internet, uh, Exorcist and uh, on Gumtree, and this guy rings up. He's uh, retired all his life. He's had some problems and uh, comes down to see us. Peter Johnson's here and uh, Barry McAlpine was here. And <laughs> um, we get the guy in my garage and I tell my daughters we're here. Don't look. You know, that's a stranger. Just... You know, I respect that. 
So we do the deliverance, and the guy's yawning like for about two hours. It's big yawns coming out. And then uh, he goes, and my daughter said, Dad, uh, yeah, I saw smoke coming out of his mouth. Wow. I looked, I peeped through the door, and I saw the smoke coming out of his mouth, and I saw two hands in the smoke holding onto his teeth. Whoa. And I, whoa. And she said, it let go, and it went up in the ceiling, looked around, and took off. <laughs> it was hanging now, on to his teeth. this guy complained of sore teeth. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he could play sore teeth. So he rings up Barry later and he says, I have never felt so clean. He, he was struggling with homosexuality. He didn't like it. He, he didn't live the lifestyle. He had just had the urges, you know, and it left him. That is amazing. So these, these, these are the things, isn't it, that we got in our hands where you can really help someone. You know, if we learn and do it the way, the way, you know, if people got to forgive, as they can't get forgiveness and it comes out of the forgiveness, the only remedy, isn't it, that we have in the world is, is forgiveness, right? Yes. So it comes out of forgiveness and it, and it comes out of being released from our contracts like we saw today in, in the walk in Joshua, how God really stands up for agreements and agreements that are made whether you make it knowingly or unknowingly, all agreements. And you you just can't break agreements. If you do, it'll be worse than if you, if you didn't. So Numbers chapter 30 says how the man, the, the father of the house, can overturn the vow of the wife, and that's our safety vow. The man being Jesus and the wife being the church, I believe. So on the day he hears it, he can forgive it. So there's a lot, a lot of lot caught. We're all caught a lot with oaths, you know. You know, uh, God say, don't make an oath. Anyone asks you to do an oath, it's from the evil one. Because it's a binding, you know, and uh, then it causes grounds to be cursed when you don't do the oath. So this is our mission: is to <clears throat> lead people into receiving the forgiveness of God by by forgiving others. The, the best way to do that is is to pray like Jesus: "Don't hold it against them." God, anybody hurt me? Don't hold it against them. I want it off the record. Don't put it in the books, blot it out of the books or whatever, even though I feel terrible. Then help me to get healed. See? That's beautiful. The worse you feel, the better it is. <laughs> That's Forgiveness. right. Folks, you know, it's, the, it's ABC. But the biggest block is the deliverance and healing, unforgiveness. It's the big one. Like some people forgive. Uh, you can forgive like this. Oh, God, I forgive them, but please get them and get them good. <laughs> Toast them. Make them pay. Uh, that fails. That's not forgiveness. <laughs> no. Forgiveness is, is to pardon them. Yeah, let them off the hook. Hey? Eh? Let them off the hook. You show Gotta mercy. Let them off the hook. Don't, don't keep them on the hook. Bless you, the merciful. Swallow that Oh, you'll swallow it, huh? You'll receive you'll mercy. You'll swallow that hook. Mm. 
Yeah. See, forgive them, God, but I, I forgive them, God, but you revenge them for me. Uh uh. Don't work that way. Peter, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. It's been an awesome teaching. It's fun. And, um, and, and we're going to have fun. Peter back on. You can count on that before we close in prayer. If you're just coming in, I want to let you know that go back and get last week and get this show today. And uh, we will have him back on real soon. I'm enjoying these teachings. Peter, uh, before you close in prayer, would you give out your contact information one more time? Yeah, it's um, hiskingdomstable.com, namesamplificationbible.com. Uh, my name on Facebook, Peter Whiffen at uh, Facebook, or my name, Peter Whiffen, W-H-I-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-
Okay. Whatever. Just tell Alaska. her to pray. Ask her whatever the Holy Spirit would put on her to, to share. Yeah. We would love to have her on. <clears throat> and anybody else you've got is a friend of yours, is a friend of mine. Bring them on, man. Man, man, I went and saw her. Whoa. And I, and I just, I just hugged her. I did not know she was alive. I thought she had passed on. Brother, that what? how it's, cool is that? It's cool, way. Eh? You know, I thanked her. I got to thank her. You know, you can make a difference, folks. We, get, we all yeah. can win souls before time's up. Peter, our time's up on this show. I'm going to have you close it in prayer, and I want to thank you for coming on. And I'll get reach over to you in a few days. We'll get you back on. Okay. We'll do part three. Awesome. Because <laughs> it's a good book. This is great. Keep going. Okay. Okay. We, we thank you, dear Father God. Thank you for everybody here and everyone who will listen in the future. Thank you for Brother Shannon, his work, and uh, a new baby coming and, uh, and everything going on there. We thank you, Father God, for, for everything. We, we love you and appreciate you. And uh, God bless everybody. Uh, let the love of God come in everybody's family. Let the love of God come in everything we do. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I say amen to that. Father God, I thank you for everybody tuned in today. We plead the blood of Jesus over us all. I ask you to bless everyone, Father, and also bless Peter. Expand his territories and his ministries, God. We ask that you continue open up new doors for him to minister for each of us God put one person in our path that we can help this week or more we ask this tonight in yeah. Jesus Christ's mighty name amen amen Peter cheers and blessing everyone. cheers my brother we'll see you next time I appreciate you my friend thank you for coming on today love you yeah, it's a pleasure we had a lot of fun see ya that was Peter Whiffin folks did you enjoy today's marathon We'll have Dr. Erica Shepard back on next week. She wasn't able to be with us tonight, but she'll be back next week, regular time. And I'm going to be back with you for two more shows tomorrow. We're going to have Earthquake Kelly at 7. And at 9, we're going to have a man who worked on building the Internet. And he'll be talking about a lot of things, his testimony, spiritual warfare. We're going to have Tom Mack hosting with me, and we're bringing on Major Tom Baird who lives over in the Grenadines, St. Vincent area. He'll be on tomorrow. I've got all the shows updated through yesterday, through this morning, actually. We did uh, Mega Man in London earlier in the day. That's up there, too. They're all there. Help yourself. And I'll get to today's Friday shows put up probably no later than tomorrow. God bless you all. If you want to write me or contact me, omegamanradio.com. Just go there. Anything you're looking for, you'll find right there relating to the show. God bless you all. I'm going to sign out, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Get some rest out there.